In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the great gift of our life, for the gift of our families. We ask you, Lord, to bless us today in this Mass and to give us all the gifts and graces that we need, especially the gift of faith. Help us, Lord, to believe in you and to grow in our faith every single day so that we can learn to live, to love for you. I ask your Holy Spirit to come upon us, to open our ears, our minds, and our hearts to receive your word and to be ready to receive you in the most holy Eucharist. We ask this prayer through our blessed mother and Saint Joseph. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. So maybe you've noticed a couple of different uh, things in the church this Sunday. The first one uh, is this beautiful icon of Saint Joseph that's right behind us. And so we uh, had a couple of icons put up in the church just this week, and this is the first one of Saint Joseph, and it's actually Saint Joseph the Worker. Uh, so it's a title that's given to him, and you can see him, uh, he's in his work clothes. And this year is dedicated to Saint Joseph, so we offer this image here as a reminder that this year, this entire year is dedicated to him, so we ask for his intercession. And then behind us, uh, on the balconies, as you're walking out, you can see it as well, we have the two angels, uh, Archangel Michael and Archangel Gabriel. And now the angels are uh, our protectors, and so we place them there to protect us and to teach us to always follow God and do His will the way they are doing it. And so we just offer these images uh, to all of you to really meditate and just really pray uh, with who they are and their importance in our lives. So in the Gospel today, Jesus gives us two very beautiful stories of healings, two very beautiful miracles that He brings in front of us in the scriptures. And the first being this man who comes to Jesus very, very desperate because his 12-year-old daughter is dying. And he wants Jesus to heal his daughter so that she doesn't die. And then we have this woman who's been sick for 12 years with her, her blood and she wants to be healed by Jesus. And I want to focus on hers a little bit right now. She's been sick for 12 years. And in the time of Israel, in the time of the Jews, if you were sick, you were exiled from the temple. You weren't allowed to come into the temple. You weren't allowed to be around other people. Just like lepers. We hear it many times in the gospel where we hear about the lepers and Jesus was courageous and went to the lepers and healed the lepers because even lepers couldn't even be touched by other people. So this woman knows Jesus. She wants her healing and so she goes to him and she does something very important. The gospel says that she touches the very fringe of his garment. The fringe of his garment would be like this. She goes to Jesus and she touches just this fringe. And immediately, the Bible tells us she's healed from touching this. So now I understand why all the khaltus grab this when they see me, okay? I get you now, I understand you. But she's immediately healed of her sickness, of her disease, from her faith. Her faith that Jesus could do it. Now, I think that there's an important part to this story though. She's healed. But she goes away. She hides. She doesn't want to be seen. She doesn't want to be noticed. And Jesus says, 
Who touched me? Someone touched me. And Peter is saying to Jesus, Lord, there's a hundred people here. Everyone is touching you. What are you talking about? And he says, no, power has gone forth from me. Who touched me? Jesus obviously knew that many people were touching him at that moment. But he knew there was a woman who was healed and who was hiding from him. And he wanted to see this woman eye to eye. He wanted to see this woman face to face. Because Jesus wanted a personal encounter with her. Jesus wanted a personal experience with this woman. It's an important lesson for us because a lot of times in our lives, it's a temptation in our lives for all of us to treat God like he's a magician, to treat God like he's a vending machine, to treat God like he's just something that we ask of and he just gives. And it's easy to treat God like that. And initially, that's what this woman was doing. She went to Jesus to be healed. She got what she wanted. And then she thought she was just going to walk away. But Jesus wanted something more than that. And it's true in our lives that even for us, Jesus wants to give us many blessings. Jesus wants to give us many gifts. But we can't just walk away after He's given us those gifts and blessings. We can't just use God for His gifts and His blessings. I think there's another important point that the Lord really wants us to know. And it's a story that I want to tell you that actually happened to me this week. So whenever we preach our homilies, we really take the time, especially us priests, to really pray and to ask God what he wants. And I learned this in seminary. There was a priest once in seminary and he said, before you sit down to write your homily, ask God, what do you want me to tell your people? What do you want me to say to your people? So I've learned to do that as a priest. That before I open any book, before I open anything, I ask Jesus, I ask the Lord, what do you want me to say to them? What do you want me to tell them? So I do that every week. So on Thursday, I was in Detroit. And usually on Thursdays, I'm in Detroit, I'm at Wayne State. So if you go to school in Detroit, come visit me. And we're at this church, it's called Our Lady of the Rosary. And so there's a big church, a big student center, so I have Mass there every week. So after Mass, we all go to the student center. So we went to the student center, we hung out. And then as I was getting ready to leave, I said, let me spend some time just praying about my homily this week. So I asked one of the people there, I said, can you just unlock the church for me and let me in? I want to go in and I just want to pray. So they unlocked it and they showed me what to do, how to lock it on my way out, because everybody was leaving. So I go into the church and I sit down. And before I even sit down, I felt the Lord say to me very clearly, Perrin, I'm going to tell you what I want you to say in your homily. So I said, okay, great. I don't have to prepare much. You're just going to tell me what to say. So I sat down. An hour and a half went by and Jesus said nothing. An hour and a half. I was waiting. I was praying. I was asking the Lord. An hour and a half went by and, and nothing came. I didn't hear God's voice. I didn't hear him speaking. I didn't feel anything from him. 
So I said, all right, Lord, I got to go. Peace out. I love you. I'll come back tomorrow and I'll sit with you and I'll pray about this again. So I got up and I got ready to leave. And I'm going to the door of the church and I open the door and it opens. But this church has gates in front of all of its windows and doors. And so someone had bolted the gate shut and so I was locked in this church. So I had to call someone to come and open the door and they said, okay, I'll be there in 10 minutes to let you out. So I'm locked inside of this church and I said, you know what, let me just go sit back in the church and I'll wait until they let me out. So I go and sit back in the church and immediately God speaks. Immediately God answers when I sit down. And the Lord said, Tell them to stay with me. Tell them to stay with God. It wasn't a coincidence that I was locked there. And the Lord was teaching me a lesson too. Because yes, it was an hour and a half, but I was getting a little impatient. A little impatient. But the crazy thing is, as God told me, that he was going to tell me what he wanted me to say. But I was getting impatient. And so God locked me in that church and made me come back and sit down, not to just tell you those words, but to tell it to myself. Stay with God. Stay with the Lord. Stay with me. It's very easy in our lives to kind of go away from God when things get tough. To go away from God when things get hard. And God is so loving and God is so patient that even when we do that, He never turns away from us. God never runs away from us. So He's waiting constantly for us to stay with Him. So whatever you're going through, whatever we're struggling with, if our marriage is failing, if our business is failing, if every single thing in our life is failing, and we just want to run away from God, Jesus, the Lord, wants you to know, stay with Him. Don't give up. Don't give in to despair. Don't give in to discouragement. Stay with Him. Stay with God. Now, this is so real even in our gospel because there were two miracles. First of this woman, we heard. But we can't forget what happened with this father who went to Jesus to beg for his daughter to be healed. He goes to Jesus and he begs his daughter to be healed and he starts walking to his home with Jesus. But then this woman comes out of nowhere and she wants to be healed now. So Jesus is interrupted. Now the gospel didn't say that that man became impatient and that man left because Jesus was taking too long. It didn't say that that man went home without Jesus because Jesus was busy. He waited for Jesus. He waited for him. And then once he was done, he went to his home with him. So whatever you're waiting for in life, be patient with God. He will give it and He will do it if we are faithful and we are patient.
So stay with him. Come to Mass. Come to the chapel. Spend time with him. Stay with him. Be with him. And don't give up. No matter how ugly life becomes, no matter how desperate life becomes, if you have to fall on your knees in front of Jesus, do it. Because he wants you to stay with him. Amen.